well, well. Welcome back to the Short Staff Podcast. And I decided to introduce with three wells in honor of John Zadra Tomberlin, who's uh, back on board with us. Uh, he's been away the uh, past couple months. Um, his mother um, battling cancer. And she uh, received the victory in Christ. She's now home with the Lord, and we are uh, grateful to the Lord for that. But it's good to have you back, brother. Good to be back. Um, to get back in the saddle and behind that microphone. Um, this episode, episode six um, of season two on the spiritual disciplines, we're going to cover fasting and seeking God. And Pastor Tony, you just preached a sermon on fasting and seeking God. So how about you uh, walk through some of your sermon rationale and some of the texts that uh, informed uh, your sermon? Okay, yeah, the... Um... The subject of fasting is something that is really, for most uh, Baptists anyway, is kind of a, a foreign concept. It's something that we uh, that we struggle with, and we uh, we all probably know people in, in various denominations that uh, approaching Easter, mm-hmm. certain times, you know, go through this season of fasting and, and Lent. And we go through and, uh, a season of potluck. Yeah, we yeah we we're good at the feasting, <laughs> not the fasting so much. Um, but um, you yeah, know, the so the E makes the difference. I the E makes a big difference. Yeah. It does. It makes a big difference. And um, and so when I when I was called on to to look at this spiritual discipline, you know, the last thing you want to do is ever just heap guilt and mm-hmm. uh, make people feel worse about something that they're struggling with already. And so I, I wanted to make sure in the sermon that, especially in the application part, that we talked about other things and other ways that you can fast other than just with food um, because a lot of people can't do that. And so you, you don't ever want to people be beat down with guilt. Mm-hmm. But spiritual discipline of fasting is for the purpose of godliness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so in Donald Whitney's book, he gives a, he said, a biblical definition of fasting is a Christian's voluntary abstinence from food for spiritual purposes. It is, a volu- it is voluntary in that fasting is not to be coerced. Fasting is more than just the ultimate crash diet for the body. It is abstinence from food for spiritual purposes. Mm-hmm. And so I liked it even in his definition in the book how it's, it's voluntary mm-hmm. and it's not to be coerced. And when we talk about this, you know, coercion, you, you can do that through guilt and manipulation. Mm-hmm. You, you can, especially as pastors, we've we got to be get, be careful that we don't, uh, again, guilt people or manipulate yeah. people into, into things that the Spirit of God is the only one that can lead them. And so just like we've been talking about, all the spiritual disciplines are spiritual yeah. disciplines. And so uh, no, uh, no one can really uh, lead someone else into a fast uh, because we're, we're in different seasons of life. We're in different experiences of life. And so we should be, it should be organic. It should be the Spirit of God at work in the life of the believer uh, indicating times that, that they need to draw closer to the Lord and, and perhaps leading them into fasting for that very purpose. And so when you, when you talk about the subject of fasting, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, that we kept it pretty simple. Um, 
we talked about whether it was, uh, you know, whether it was physical or spiritual. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is a physical activity in that you're not eating food or drinking, uh, but it is for spiritual purposes. It's, it's not the biblical meaning of fast. Now, you know, today we have all kinds of uh, fasts that are for cleansing the body yeah, and for diet. weight loss yeah, and dieting. It's big, and diet. It's big absolutely. There's books, the da- yeah. you know, the Daniel fast, and there's, there's all kinds of stuff out there. But that's not the purpose yeah. behind a biblical fast. Mm-hmm. The purpose behind a, a biblical fast is not to get my physical body in shape. Yep. It is to take that time that I would have been using, preparing a meal, eating a meal, uh, all of that, taking that time to, to press in toward God and to be close to God. It's, mm-hmm. it's to, again, to say to the Lord that we're willing to, to abstain and to cut away something to be with him mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that's really the the big deal is that being alone with the Lord and spending that time with the Lord and uh, and so we talked about the the physical versus the spiritual aspect of it and then the the private versus the public mm-hmm. uh, the 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 text that I used one of them was of course the Sermon on the Mount mm-hmm. and in the Sermon on the Mount Jesus is correcting an abuse of some of the disciplines, mm-hmm. you know, uh, prayer and almsgiving and fasting he picked out, which the religious establishment were doing these things, but they were doing them for public show. They were doing them for the appraise and the applause of men. And so when we think about fasting, Jesus instructs us, and by the way, he assumes that we will fast, uh, for he says, and when you fast... Yeah. Uh, which is also the other text I went to was when they were actually getting on Jesus and his disciples for not participating mm-hmm. in the fast and not being, you know, John the Baptist fast, the Pharisees. Why did your disciples not fast? Mm-hmm. And the answer Jesus gave was, it's about communion. He said, they have the bridegroom with them now. Right. And so he, also, he said, the day will come when they will not have the bridegroom and they will fast. And so when you look at that, it's even indicating being with the bridegroom, mm. you know, if you, yeah. and so there, when we, when we fast now, and he's, he's saying, when you fast, we, we make sure that we don't do it for show. We don't, we don't do it publicly. You know, he said, don't put dirt on your face. Don't, don't go around sad. So everybody will ask you, don't make so a public. So when they do, you don't you know, say, yeah, yeah, I'm fasting. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, I'm fasting. Why are you not why eating pizza not? with us? Yeah. Well, I'm fasting. Yeah. What what piece of pizza are you finishing? Yeah. Yeah, seeking and showing. That's right. You know, again, it's not for the show, but it's for seeking God. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there was, you know, as we, we, we fleshed that out through the scriptures, it was interesting, I, I found, that it's fasting is not found in the Torah. The first occasion of fasting comes late in the judges period and but it is something that from that point forward you have national fast you you have uh, solemn assemblies you you have fasting as a part of the um, the Jewish way of life uh, mm-hmm. under the old covenant which carried on into the times of Jesus in in the new covenant so um, it's it's a it's a subject that that is very misunderstood um uh, you know, Whitney also said in his book, fasting is the most misunderstood discipline because of the famine of contemporary awareness of it. Christians in a gluttonous, 
denial-less, self-indulgent society may struggle to accept or to practice fasting. Mm. I mean, that's our society. Yeah. You know, what, what do you mean deny yourself? What do you, what do you mean uh, abstain from, you know, something that's this good uh, for the purpose of godliness? Right. That's not even a question in the world's no, mind no. because we don't even ask, yeah. how, how can I... Uh, deprive myself in order to see anything. We're not going to deprive yeah. ourselves anything. anything period. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. we're Americans too, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is a big problem yeah. with a lot of that. Yeah, um, uh, that was an excellent sermon, and uh, mm-hmm. really grateful for a lot of the things that you uh, pulled out of the scriptures. I was definitely surprised uh, that fasting was not in the Torah. Uh, yeah, it's one of those mm-hmm. things. I was like, man, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't um, either. And uh, when when you begin to see fasting um, occur in scripture. There are several types. Uh, the normal fast is an, an abstaining from food but not water. Mm-hmm. You can't last as long if you're abstaining Stay from water. water. Uh, that is an absolute fast, anything by mouth. We see that in Ezra um, 10 and Esther 4. Um, but the normal fast, say the fast of Jesus for 40 days in the wilderness, that was an abstinence of food. Um, a partial fast is limiting your diet. And you can think of Daniel or John the Baptist. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Daniel's was for a different purpose, mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned. Um, uh, John the Baptist, we don't have a lot on the reason why he was only eating locusts Locus. and wild honey. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't know why. I don't but... see anybody signing up for that. <laughs> right. Um, there, there's some, there's some ties with the Old Testament. He was focused on his job. Um, yeah. Uh, he... He's being very intentional with his prophetic role. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can say that that, that was a spiritual reason for mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the congregational fast. When God's prophets have called the nation of Israel right. to a time of weeping right. and mourning over their sin, mm-hmm. repent in sackcloth and ashes, um, and a national fast, right. uh, which Nineveh, right. um, the king, yeah. pronounced mm-hmm. uh, of every man and beast. Right. Uh, and so... Uh, I think uh, Abraham Lincoln. And is that the only? I, I was thinking about. This, is that the only uh-huh. only time that man and beast was brought under the fast? Was at Nineveh? You know, I, I'd have I to look at it. Remember I don't remember. So. I mean, yeah, that's getting pretty extreme. Whenever you're not is, even going to feed the animals. Yeah, no kidding. But um, the other occurrence uh, that I found is Second uh, Chronicles uh, twenty and verse. Three, uh, which he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. It doesn't say uh, man beast, or yeah. beast. So um, national fasts have happened in America's history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A few presidents, Lincoln being one of them, have right. called for national fasts. Um, certainly when the majority of the populace is being brought on the same page and the same mm-hmm. uh, conviction, it's leaders wanting um, the nation to be aware of a national sin or a national grief um, and uh, turn the course of the nation and uh, hopefully the judgment coming against it. Mm. Now, all those fastings um, are for spiritual purposes, mm-hmm. for godliness. Right. And um, although that is the main purpose, there are different aims within the pursuit of godliness. Mm-hmm. Um, one um, that, I, that I'll take is to strengthen prayer, uh, that being another spiritual discipline. And I think fasting is where we can see a lot of spiritual disciplines 
coming together. Because in that time, when you were uh, choosing not to partake of food, uh, Pastor Tony, you mentioned you got, a, you, you got time. Your lunch break is right. now free right. to do what right. you had planned to do for your fast. Um, reading scripture, um, praying. Um, uh, when Daniel is, is fasting here, uh, he's accompanying it with prayer. So I turn my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and petitions with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. Mm-hmm. And so he was using fasting, sackcloth, and ashes to, to strengthen his prayer, um, how, however amount of time it was, which doesn't say, which is another important thing about fasting, right? As, yeah, that's the thing about it. It, it. When you look into the scripture, old and new, mm-hmm. it, it's, not, um, it's not something that is mandated right it's not something that is directed as far as on a certain day of the week or Mm -hmm. how many days of the week or you know there's a great deal of freedom Mm -hmm. to be led by the spirit of god in this area absolutely you know where's the bible we're we're to read the bible every day we're to pray always yes we're to give you know give the first day of the week there's Mm -hmm. you know there's guidance that's given to most of the spiritual disciplines Mm -hmm. But this one seems as though it's so driven by mm. the spirit and yeah. the need that is overwhelming us, that leads us to it. That, that as you mentioned, it's a tool in our arsenal yeah, to strengthen, say, prayer. Right. Um, I had Dr. Whitney as a professor, and he really advocated coupling this with prayer, and, and that being like the main purpose right. for fasting. And he uh, had his picture. Um, just uh, our bodies and the uh, the psychological and physiological effect that fasting has on your body serving as kind of like a reminder system before smartphones. Mm-hmm. So that whenever you're, you're grieved about something or someone and you're really burdened and you want to set aside a day to really focus on prayer for somebody, as well, I'm not going to eat my three meals this day. Mm-hmm. So that whenever uh, 10 o'clock hits and I hadn't had breakfast and I get a little hunger pain, that's a reminder. I'm hungry. Wait, why am I hungry? Oh, I'm fasting. Why am I fasting? Oh, to pray. To pray. Mm-hmm. And then That's I good. then I pray. And then I go about my day, and every hunger pain is a reminder to pray for that person sure. or that thing. Um, and uh, uh, the Lord has led me to do that for people that I've been uh, burdened with. And I can just say um, that that is uh, definitely a strengthening mm-hmm. to my prayer life, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I need to do more. Yeah. <laughs> So those, those hunger pains can sometimes sound oh, like a thunderstorm yeah. oh. in your belly as well <laughs> yeah. with the rumbling. Yeah. That is good. So that's yeah. one uh, purpose of fasting for godliness. Another one is to express repentance. repentance yeah. Is that? Yeah, repentance, which our lives as, as believers is to be lived in repentance. Amen. And that's the, the mark of a, a true believer is mm-hmm. walking each day in uh, a conscience Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding that you're um, you're a, you're a new creature creature mm-hmm. in Christ and um, and to uh, continue to work out what God has worked in mm-hmm. and and living a life of repentance uh, before the Lord and before um, uh, before your your faith family mm-hmm. uh, before your wife your children if you're married um, your accountability group. And repentance is huge, and we, we see repentance in the scriptures, uh, fasting as a way of repentance um, to bring about repentance. And First Samuel seven, uh, the nation is of Israel is in uh, 
in rebellion and idolatry. And um, Samuel comes to him, and Samuel said to all the house of Israel, if you're returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you and direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the people of Israel put away the Baals and the Ashtaroth, and they served the Lord only. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel at Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. And so they gathered at Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord. And they fasted on that day and said, We have sinned against the Lord. And um, they turned. So fasting is, as a way of repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that's important coupled with, um, with prayer, as mm-hmm. you just said, as uh, Dr. Whitney has highlighted in the book as well is is uh it's so important you know when you withhold food or whatever it may be to lord open my eyes to um to see areas of my life that i need to repent and we all have things that we're not even aware of sometimes mm-hmm. this they were aware of this is idolatry going on mm-hmm. and um and they confessed and uh and he forgave and you see that in israel it's just up and down of of um repentance right. restoration rebellion you know and um but it, it is uh it is something that is uh is needed in our lives uh daily repentance is but fasting can lead to that because it just it helps you focus in on um, what that thing is in your life uh, that you need to turn from um, yeah that expression of, of, of fasting being a part of um, the mourning over sin, the, the burden, the grief of our sin, made aware of how. And so, you know, fasting is such an emotional thing uh, that um, it's just our, our way of expressing our utter dependence That's upon right. the Lord. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have heaviness over this great sin, and I know that that. My only hope is the Lord. I, I have heaviness over this crisis, and I know that my only help is the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I have this. And so I, I think that, that this... It's opposite yeah. of our flesh, because I think mm-hmm. what, what we... Our flesh wants to fix it. We, we want to solve We want to fix it, and then yeah. we, we fill it with uh, really... Uh, I forget who it is. We fill it with functional gods. We, we, right. we fill it yeah. with... Uh, you know, some people, and it's the way you deal with, as with stress or it's something. It's a therapeutic deism. Yeah, that's right. So we normally do the opposite. I know myself personally, when I'm stressed, I eat. Uh, I want to eat something. Mm. Uh, at night when I'm reading, you know, uh, pound cake's good, little Debbie's, a bowl of cereal, you know, something. Uh, but I realize, I'm realizing more in my own life that mm. I turn to other things more yeah. often than I turn to the Lord. What I should be doing is I should be fasting and praying to yeah. the Lord, hey, help me find all of my strength and yeah. um, help me depend upon you. Because uh, it's not always just fasting for repentance. It's fasting for more of the Lord yeah. and uh, and relying yeah. on Him and not just these other things that we turn to. And it's not just right. always food. Pe- people deal with anxiety and issues uh, in their thinking, uh, problems in life, medication, mm-hmm. alcohol, sex so many different things that are abused mm-hmm. um 
that, that mess us up. And when you, you know? turn to those over and over again, you've established a pattern, That's and you're right. more likely to I go to it. those again and I again have and again. It is there. Right. And if you have a tendency to gratify the flesh by going to a thing mm-hmm. that's not the Lord, then you need to fast more that's of right. that thing, right. which is disciplining you away from going to that thing whenever right. you're depressed or bored or sad or yeah. whatever. That's right. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. it isn't amazing how we are hard on people who gravitate to other things for their weaknesses oh, rather yeah. than yeah. our That's thing. That's right. I'm right. easy on people yeah. that go where I go, you know, but the people who are gravitating to oh, you know, other yeah, we, things. We all have. We, we have respectable have. things and mm-hmm. then the unrespectable oh, yeah. things. But they're they're all just serving think, the same purpose. Praise the Lord, I'm not like those people. Right, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I am those people. Yeah. Yes. We are those yes. people. But right. we are saved by God's grace and right. being transformed day, to, day by day. And, and what right. we have to do is we have to confess these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, as to, as they do here, nation does here in First Samuel, that mm-hmm. uh, we must confess uh, that to the Lord and mm-hmm. turn then mm-hmm. and turn to Amen. him. Amen. Right, from that to him. So. Amen. So fasting to strengthen prayer, to express repentance, also as a way of seeking God's will and guidance. Pastor Tony? Well, it's interesting that, that again, the, the very first mention of fasting is in the book of Judges, uh, Judges 20. And uh, it's a very uh, bizarre passage. I mean, there's been this unthinkable sin uh, in the tribe of Judah. And so all of the other tribes are made aware of this great wickedness and this great sin. And there's that corporate sense. They know that, that, that God's going to judge not just Judah. I mean, not just Benjamin. He's going to judge all the tribes. He has in the past. And so they rise up, the 11 tribes do, and go down to make war with, with Benjamin because of this great sin. And the first two encounters, they, they're defeated. They, they lose the battle. Even though there's eleven to one odds, you know, yeah. but 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 they lose, and so after that, they stop. Uh, they stop what they're doing, and it says all, in verse uh, twenty-six, all the children of Israel and all the people they went up, they came to the house of God, they wept, they sat before the Lord, they fasted that day until evening. They offered burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. They're discerning now. They're trying to discern mm-hmm. in this fasting. Is it the will of God for us to go up against them a third time? Hmm. You know, and so, I mean, they've already had two defeats. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, and so you see their utter dependence. I mean, the, things are not going well for them. They're not being victorious. Something, we got to do something different. And so boy. they come before the Lord in brokenness and in fasting and, and mourning and mm-hmm. so forth to discern uh, the will of God. You have kind of the same thing in in, uh, in Esther, when Esther is seeking uh, the will of God about going before the king, and That's she's right. she's instructing, you know, uh, for for Mordecai to have all, all of the people. the people in Shushan uh, to fast for her, and it says neither eat nor drink three days. So in this case, it gives a time frame, and I will ask my maidens, and they will fast likewise. And then I will go in uh, unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. Mm. And uh, and so you have those uh, those times when uh, maybe you know in ministry you're facing something that you're discerning the will of God, 
And, uh, you know, things are not always black and white. It's not always right and wrong. It's not always good and evil. But you want the will of God, you know, like putting your fleece out. So mm-hmm. you, you, you're so driven to this, this decision that you recognize the only way that I'm going to, to discern what the will of God is, is I've got to really seek the face of God and I've got to really draw near to him. And a part of that may be, if the Spirit leads you, may be the abstinence mm-hmm. of food or drink. It, it may be an abstinence of, uh, of the media, of the phone. It may be the absence of... A, but the, the abstinence is, is for the purpose of pushing into God, mm-hmm. drawing near to God so that you can discern the will of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and so it's a means, I think, that God gives us uh, to be able to... Uh, to, to really demonstrate the seriousness, the dependence that we have. You know, we're not going to sit back and flip a coin and, you know, say, okay, heads or I'll go, tails I stay. We don't, we don't do that. We, we press into God and we ask God through the Holy Spirit to bring clarity concerning his will to us. And so you find that repeatedly, you know, through, throughout Scripture. So we got to constantly remember or why? Why am I doing this? Right. What is its purpose? Right. right. You know. And remember, it's there. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. we we don't. I mean, we don't do. I think a good job of that as Baptists. It's not talked about a ton. Um, you know. Right. In Baptist circles, you just don't hear about fasting, um, and uh, as much, but. No. It was a good message the other night. Yeah. It's been a good series. Through, and that's uh, why there's discipline. books on the spiritual disciplines now right. rolling out to help yeah. encourage right. the church and remind us of right. these things that God has given us. Well, because we can, we, we can become like the Pharisees mm-hmm. when we, we make it liturgical, we make it yeah. ritual. Uh, we, we, and in doing so, we miss seasons that may come that doesn't fit on the calendar. Seasons, mm-hmm. I think fasting should be so private and personal that uh, there may be, maybe your wife doesn't even know what's going on, mm-hmm. the pressure that you're under or the situation. Or as you said, a brother or sister that you're, in, you're entreating the Lord for their salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you don't have to go about and blow a horn and tell everybody, but the Spirit of God says, you know, Today, rather than going to lunch, maybe you need to go out in the park and just mm. pray for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, so fasting could be one meal. Yeah, it can, right. but it, it's for the purpose again of godliness. And I like what Whitney says: if we don't <laughs> remember the clear biblical purpose, mm-hmm. then it, it's it's going to become an end in itself, yeah. and it's going right. to be extremely frustrating and meaningless. And um, and so we we need to understand that, but. You know, in closing uh, Sunday night, I, I wanted because our church we have we have a lot of senior adult population. Uh, a lot of them take medications mm-hmm. that they cannot take their medication, heart medication, and so forth, without having food. And so, if you just stand up and you know really dog them about you need to be fasting, well, they're going to go away defeated and beat down. Mm-hmm. They they can't go without something. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to have something with that with that medicine. Uh, or like me, I'm on an insulin-dependent 
pump. I, I can't go without eating or else I'll have a low blood sugar and, you know, all kinds of health things that go wrong. But that doesn't mean we can't fast. We, we, we spend a lot of time doing other stuff other than eating. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I know that several years ago we, we kind of encouraged people in January uh, to do a social media fast. And we mm-hmm. took the month of January and, and kind of encouraged people to get off, get off internet, mm-hmm. get off your phone, and spend mm-hmm. that time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a lot of different things, yep. as you said, relationships, uh, sex. There's a lot of things. The Bible even talks about that. Yep. And so there's a lot of things that we can fast from, yeah. and, and it can be beneficial to us as long as we always remember the purpose. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, it was good uh, being together and sitting at the table with you again. Brother, good to have you back good on board. Good to have you back. We've prayed for you. Yep. Yeah, and uh, uh, listeners, I hope you were encouraged by uh, this. Um, definitely remember that this is something that God has given you uh, by which you can draw near to him. And uh, we are grateful for our Lord who has revealed himself to us uh, in his word most perfectly in Christ and has given us means uh, by which we can pursue him yes. in uh, the spiritual disciplines. And he's given us the promise. If you draw near to me, I'll he's draw near to you. He's going to draw near to us. He's not a God running from us Amen. when we pursue him. Amen. So be encouraged. Hope you have a great week in the Lord. And until next time, God bless you. We'll see you then. Whoa!